this thing on. I wasn't even ready. Hey everyone, it's Fem Power Den presents Fan Talks, and it's me, Mandy Rose. So I hope you got yourself a snack, grab a drink, and enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Den Talks. This week I have a really good friend, Jen, from Shareable Boards on. Um, she owns a charcuterie business, but I will let her introduce herself and tell her, I'm sorry, tell you guys a little bit about her business. Jen, if you want to say hi to everyone. Yeah, hi everyone. Thank you, Amanda, for having me. So I am the owner of Shareable Boards. I create beautiful cheese and charcuterie boards, boxes, and grazing tables for celebrations and corporate events. Awesome. And yes, I have used her for some of my corporate events, guys. It's pretty amazing. And she's actually done some of the den events, too. So definitely check her out if you haven't seen her stuff. But we'll get into her website and all that a little later. So first, let's talk about how this came about. Like, how did shareable boards, have you always been into like cheeses? Like, did you always want to do this? Like, how did it come about? Yeah, well, a little fun fact before I dive into how shareable boards started. I'm actually lactose intolerant. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Girl, how do you I think know. cheese? <laughs> I know, but I love cheese and bread so much that it's worth the risk. <laughs> At least, but, well, I guess you could have little samples. It's not like you're eating the whole block of cheese. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but that's my fun little fun fact. But the crazy thing is Shareable Boards was born during the pandemic in 2020. Um, so while we all remember, while the world was in lockdown, I started creating cheese and charcuterie boards for my husband and I to share at home. Uh, since we couldn't go out for date night, uh, our date night was at home centered around these boards that I created. And I still remember till this day, during one of those date nights, I asked my husband, should I start an Instagram to post my creations just for fun? Like mm-hmm. no business, no plan, nothing. This was just, you know, an outlet <laughs> to post my creations on Instagram. Crazy, though, because a month after my first post, I received a request for an order. Someone actually wanted to order a box. It was like a shareable box. And from that moment, the rest was history. And, you know, it's even crazy. This month in October will actually be shareable boards three year anniversary. I did not know that, and I'm super excited that you're doing this episode in it's your three months, because they'll definitely release it during October, or not three months, three years, sorry guys, three years, but we'll definitely release it, so that'll be kind of cool, like you're interviewing about your three-year anniversary, I love it. It's it's crazy that you say, not that you said, but that you brought up like this was created during COVID, because I feel like I I interviewed quite a few people who have, I call them like COVID baby businesses, Dan was a COVID baby business, but you know, like you just, I think the, even though COVID was such a, a bad time for everyone, but it brought out, like, I think a lot of people's creativity because it had, we had more time because everybody's stuck at home. So you had more time to like dig into things that you really enjoyed that you might not have been able to have time from. So it's, it's interesting to me that I'm finding all of these COVID businesses now that I've been like talking to or interviewing. So it's pretty cool about that, Um, yeah, you know, that I- you got to find your, your passion during COVID. It is crazy to think about that because if COVID didn't happen, shareable boards would never have happened, to be quite honest. Like, I would never have discovered my passion and joy from creating boards. Um, So in a way, even though I know COVID was not such a great time, but it also was 
a blessing in disguise, I learned a whole craft that I genuinely just fell in love with. And I still am love with it, in love with it. Now, did you expect it to get as big as you are? Because I know you've done some crazy, not crazy things, but big things. Um, but because you've said like, you know, it was just kind of a COVID thing that happened. Did you see it, like ever foresee it getting to where it is now? Absolutely not. <laughs> I did not expect it to become as big as it is. Like, even though, you know, almost it's almost three years um, and I I still can't wrap my head around how fast shareable boards has grown and continues to grow. Um, I'm really grateful for the continued support in the community. Um, it's, I'm just in awe every day <laughs> of how much support um, shareable boards continues to get. And definitely, I, I think my most recent largest client is Bloomingdale's. And that even is it's very, I'm still in awe. So yeah, in short, I have not, I did not expect it to be as big as it is going into this. I know when I seen you post that you're at Bloomingdale's, I said, look at this girl doing <laughs> Bloomingdale's. How did that come about? Like, how did they, did they find you? Like, how did you get that account? Yeah. So I love sharing the story because Bloomingdale's found me through Instagram and what's it's crazy so I remember receiving an email from you know the contact at Bloomingdale's and when I saw the email come in my original thought was is this spam like there's no way like no way (laughs) there's no way there's no way this is real how is this possible and so you know when I got on the call with the client I even asked her, is this spam? (laughs) And so when I asked them to, like, I had to ask, how did you find shareable boards? And she said it was through Instagram. And I was even more honored when she told me, you know, there was a handful of other accounts they were looking at, and they ended up going with me. But that's crazy, right? But to say, What's even more um, where I'm grateful is just even the power of the internet, right? The power of the internet, power of social media. Um, This was never in the plan. (laughs) I could never have imagined Bloomingdale's contacting me through Instagram. That isn't it. It's wild sometimes. Like you forget like, oh, because you created this thing into you. Like it's your baby. Like you love it. It's fun. But you don't, I guess you don't see yourself through like the the perception of like other people's eyes and like what you are. And like, I know this has happened to me before. Like I'll go somewhere and they'll be like, oh, you're the girl that runs the den. And I'm like, what? Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. And they're like, oh yeah. And it's, it's like crazy to me that people even know what my business is. So I don't know if you've ever had one of those moments. It's probably like the Bloomingdale moments. Like, oh my God, like you guys have recognized me. Like, what is this? Yeah, it's very, okay, the word that I was trying to look for, surreal. It's very Uh, surreal for me. (laughs) I can definitely relate to that. But yeah, because to you, it's like you're still the same you. Like, you know, nothing's changed, but to other people, they now are like, oh, you're shareable boards. Like, oh, you do this and this and this. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, (laughs) don't be. (laughs) Yes. That is wild. Um, It's wild. Because I know I've seen like some of your posts, like I've seen you do like the yacht. I know you have a family. I know you also work, you know, a nine to five type of job as well. How do you balance all that? Because 
I feel like you're doing shareable boards all the time, but you're also working and you also have your family. So how do you balance everything? Girl, it's hard. I would say this is something I'm still learning on a day-to-day basis. Um, I haven't quite figured out that recipe (laughs) yet (laughs) and how to balance everything. Um, So like, for example, I would say from the years 2021 to 2022, I was definitely running on fumes. Like I was taking on more orders than I could handle. And I was doing that because I, I became obsessed. I just, I love creating the board so much that I just was constantly saying yes and not even realizing, oh my God, I still have my nine to five. We still have a little toddler and of course, family, husband and all that. And so at that point in time, I had zero, like no time for myself. And as, as I was going down that path, I, I just went into complete burnout. I don't even know what like another word is for after burnout, but (laughs) on the floor, you're just on the floor. (laughs) I was on the floor. Just, it was, it was bad. Um, and in that point in time, my mental health was not great at all. You know, I even thought about quitting shareable boards many times, but I didn't because creating the boards just brought me so much joy. And it was like my outlet to be creative and my outlet. It it was like therapy. It's very, it's such a therapeutic process for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what just kept me going. But the start of this year, so the start of 2023 was when I realized, you know, um, things have to change um, because if I continue this way, it's just not sustainable overall. Mm -hmm you know? And so what I realized was a few things that has helped me now (laughs) and I'm much (laughs) happier. So I definitely would say like, number one, I have limited the amount of orders that I take weekly because I'm only a team of one. And so trying to do everything, I I truly just can't, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm even grateful that shareable boards is in this place where I could be selective on work. So I don't have to constantly take on like more and more work, you know, yeah. you and get to pick and choose what you want to do pretty much. Exactly. And then, um, and, and what I mean by that too, is I can even take on larger orders where it gives me more time back to spend with my family, you mm-hmm. know? So having that, um, opportunity I'm really grateful for um and then I would even say like second is creating healthy boundaries uh what I mean by that is like not having to feel obligated to respond to every message dm inquiry at like 3 a.m <laughs> oh yes because as we lived in it you know as we live in a fast-paced world like instant messages dms I was feeling like this sense of obligation I had to respond instantly but that's not good right because I'm I'm (laughs) I'm creating about like I'm creating expectation like she's going to respond at 3 a.m but that stuff is not realistic either so messages can truly wait and just creating healthy boundaries. Um, And then I definitely would say prioritizing myself. Uh, That means creating time, time and space for myself, which is spending time with my family, working out, definitely prioritizing sleep, rest and recharge. For you, like your, your personal rest and recharge. Like I know some people's rest and recharge could be hanging out with like their family and stuff, but 
do you have like a little routine or just something like, I don't know, do you meditate, journal, take a bath or something like for your personal like recharge? I do. I even though this is going to sound so simple, it's going on walks, quiet walks. Um, When I go on walks, these are the times my head is actually quiet. Um, I'm present. I'm enjoying the sun on my skin. I'm feeling the air on my skin. I'm smelling the air of the trees. (laughs) And and also, I'm not on my phone. You know, I'm disconnected from my phone because it's so easy to hear the notifications, check your emails, but just being present and going on walks have helped me substantially, even if it's only 15 minutes. I know even carving out 15 minutes in a day could be hard, but just truly giving you, giving myself that 15 minutes helps me um, be present and balance and recharge. That's great. You said, um, it's funny you say like, when you hear like, feel the disconnect from your phone, because when you hear notifications, like you immediately want to like kind of turn to them. And I wouldn't say this is a best practice of people, but I oftentimes turn off my notifications on Instagram because I just don't, it's not that I don't want to know, but I don't want to feel that weird pressure of, oh, somebody sent me a DM. Like I have to check it. Like I'll turn it off and on with the den, just depending on like the type of week and stuff. But like my personal one, I never have it on um, my dog has an Instagram. I turned his off too, because his <laughs> videos like to go viral. I don't know why, but <laughs> But it's like that's why, (laughs) right? But I had to turn his off because I would be like, "Oh, your thing got over a thousand plays, over two thousand. I'm like, "Oh my god!" In the middle of the night, like it's just, I'm like, "No." So I like that you said that, like you know, sometimes the notifications go off and you're just like, "Ooh, I need a look." But I mean, being a business owner too, sometimes it's hard to not look. So I get it when you say like, even that fifteen minutes, which could be hard, which some other people might be like, "What do you mean? Just fifteen minutes? I can do that all the time." Sometimes it's hard when you own a business to really disconnect for a solid, like legit disconnect, not yeah, like, like oh, legit, truly yeah. be disconnected. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm glad that you do that. That is great. And I hope everybody listening to you has some sort of way that they get away from, you know, everything just to be present for themselves. Um, on the business side of everything, because, you know, it's like how you said, you learn to set your boundaries, you're learning you know, how to prioritize yourself, even though you still have the business. What is, is there one thing that you like learned from the business that you think is like something beneficial for somebody like starting up a business? And obviously it doesn't have to be like, you know, in the charcuterie or cheese world or anything, but is there something that you learned that was really like beneficial to you? Oh yeah. Till this day, I am grateful for a support group. And what I mean by that is, so the cheese community is very niche and really small. Mm -hmm. There is a handful of, we call them like cheese sisters and brothers that I've connected with. And here's what's going to sound crazy all through social media. Some of them I have never met in person. Some of them I have met in person, but I would say on a day-to-day basis, And even every day, I am in constant contact with this support group. And this can be anything from like achievement, (laughs) (laughs) how the business is going or, you know, business ideas or even them being a sounding board, vice versa, because, you know, owning a business can be lonely, right? So Uh having a group, um, a supportive group that supports you and who are in the same 
who are doing the same thing in the same industry, it has helped me substantially. And it definitely keeps me going, um, vice versa, just as I can be supportive for them as well. So I definitely would say what has helped me is my cheese support group. I, I really like that you you know brought up like support groups because you're right definitely owning a business could be lonely and yeah we have friends that all you know my own businesses like there's you and I we own a business they're different so if you were to come to me talking about like a cheese thing I'm not gonna really know what you're about I'm just gonna be like girl I don't know that cheese looks sounds good <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know finding other people in your niche that don't see you as competition like yes a lot of us do the same thing but everybody's different so there's room for everyone and one client might like yours better than the others one client might like somebody else's aesthetic but it's not like a competition like oh I'm not going to share with you what this is because what if you know it's oh god this goes into this whole like social issue that I've always had with like women being in competition we won't go into that but yeah. it's like you know but it's kind of like that like what if you did see you know somebody post like this cool new cracker <laughs> I know it sounds funny but <laughs> And you just want to be like, hey, where did you get that? Like, this person might be based in a complete another state. But imagine if they're like, oh, um, I don't know, it was given to me instead of telling you, like, really, you're in a complete another state. Like, you can't share with me where you got that cracker. Like, we're not having the same clientele. Like, come on. Yeah, there's so much room for growth. And there's just so much room for opportunity. Um, So, yeah, definitely support group in this community is very supportive. Like the cheese people in this community are very supportive. I need to meet these people so I can try some cheeses. I'm always open to taste test. Okay, girl, let me, you need somebody to taste your cheese, I'll taste it. (laughs) Um, But talking about growth, I have seen you kind of grow and I've seen you like travel to San Francisco I've seen you do the yacht thing the Bloomingdale's thing um so in regards to that you're pretty open to events like that like if you did have to travel and everything like if somebody was interested and wanted to take you a different city or out of state yeah I definitely would I actually have been so fun story to share um there is a real estate company that I work with and they are up in San Francisco. And so they've already flown me out four times for an open house. And so I am just not limited to San Gabriel Valley and beyond. I am definitely open to traveling. So I call it the traveling graze. <laughs> I will, if logistics makes sense, I definitely will come out, um, create a beautiful spread for you and fly right Right back home if it all makes sense for for them and for me that is pretty cool I know when I seen her do that I was like what is she doing traveling with cheese and crackers like but now you say logistics makes sense I'm assuming you pick up stuff when you're out there yeah no so funny too so at one of the events actually someone did ask me they asked me how do you fit all the cheese in your luggage (laughs) And I said, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. And and so just to give you an idea how um, these traveling grays have happened, uh, the real estate company, you know, they'll let me know where the open house is. I'll look up, you know, logistically, does this make sense? Is there a Trader Joe's? Is there a Whole Foods? Is there a Sprouts? Is there a Costco nearby? Mm. Uh, is there a Home Goods or Target so I can buy my materials to cut? Um, and so far in the four past open homes, 
all those have aligned, which are like within five miles of the open house. So I'll fly in, you know, I'll fly in the day before I'll do my errands runs, which usually takes about three to four hours. Um, I'll then load up the open house, which is always vacant. So the kitchen is mine. The fridge is empty. Uh, Then I'll come in early morning, prep, set up. And then by the time it's like 1 p.m. or 2 p.m., I fly right back home. So truly, it's a quick 24-hour trip. (laughs) Wow. So this makes me wonder, because I've actually always wondered this, how long... I'm going to assume those grazes are set up for like 30 or 30 plus people, like those yeah. type of grazes. Yeah. How long does that take you from like, take out like your shopping time and stuff, but like your actual time that you start like putting stuff like on the graze, like what's, what's, what's your average time with that? I'm just curious. Yeah. So let's say like, just like a small grazing table, right. For about like 30 to 40. And this is more of like the flat style. I could get this done. And this doesn't include, like you said, the shopping time and everything. Um, Actually, let me even back up. Before I can even create the grazing table, it's going to sound crazy because it's the prep that takes longer. So on average, and what I mean by prep, right, that's like washing everything, cutting all the cheeses, just so everything's already ready to design. So prep okay, about three hours. Okay. Yeah. And then when it time when it comes time for creation, I would say an hour to an hour and a half max. So truly wow. is the longest part in the creation. Um, it truly is just like an hour to an hour and a half. Oh. I mean to me that's that's really fast, but obviously I'm not a professional charcuterie person. So you can definitely get but that's right, like your time to actually lay stuff out. That's pretty awesome. Like yeah. I think that's fast. I think um, what's crazy is that it's, it's, it's weird, right? Because you would think prep is the shortest, but actually it's the creation that's the quickest. Well, you do some pretty cool cuts. Like I've seen some of like your fruits that you've done for my boards and stuff. It's not just like a basic cut. Like you do some cool designs. <laughs> um, so yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. But yeah, I had always kind of wondered, like how long do it really take these people to set up these things? So good to know in my head. Yeah, um, I, I would say it's for me too. Like um, I love being what helps me. What helps me too is the more organized I am, the easier the creation process will be. So once everything's already set, I don't have to think about like, oh, wait, I need to cut something. Like everything I need to create is ready for me. And then it's pure creation. And then I can just get lost and be in the zone. That's pretty awesome. Um, I can just picture that right now, like music on, just putting on the cheese, (laughs) the fruit and all that. It's really cool. Um, speaking of your boards, though, do you still because I know you've done it for me before. So if you don't, it's OK. But I'm just curious. Do you still do other boards like brunch boards, fruit boards and stuff, too? I do. I definitely offer brunch boards, dessert boards and fruit boards. And what's been very popular um, recently now that the world is fully open are grazing tables. So I would. De- and you know what's crazy to watch? the business pivot. So when I first started shareable boards during lockdown, everyone was just ordering the boxes, right? Because Mm -hmm. pandemic, no one's going to share everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Like everyone just wanted their own thing. Right. So I started off just doing boxes. And then when the world started slowly opening up and I'm saying slowly opening up, then people moved on to boards, right? Like larger boards. Yeah. And so now I'm in this place where the world is 
fully open, everyone's celebrating, and now I've moved over to grazing tables. So it's so interesting to watch the business grow as the world opens. That is kind of like it, it just it's growing with how society is changing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And honestly. so no one really orders boxes anymore. That's <laughs> so it. I'm putting like, in an order for myself. I'm about to Oh, you know what? I might put an order in. I have to go work in San Diego for a couple of days. And every time when I go to work, I, this is random. I know it has nothing to do with the episode. But when I do get sent out on like assignments where I'm there for like three to four nights, a lot of times like I'm at work late. I don't really want like a full dinner. Like I just want a little cheese board. So I'll go a to Bristol Farms and just, yeah. So now that I think about that, I am going to send you an order for before I leave. So then I can just take my box with me. And I'll have my there dinner. You there you go. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, guys, honestly, if you're interested in anything you heard, want to know more, you can follow her. Um, do you want to give us like where they can find you, how they can put in orders, um, you know, how they can get in touch with you? Yeah, you can definitely find me um, on social media. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Shareable Boards, and then definitely our website, shareableboards.com. Perfect. And is there like a minimum, like say somebody did really want something like this weekend, is there a minimum time where you would consider an order? Because I know too, it also depends even if you have time to do it or not, but like, is there a minimum, what do you want to call it? Like, 72, 48 hours or something? Oh, yeah, definitely. So we definitely need a two-day in advance notice. And then the good thing is if you go to our website, our calendar is always up to date. So um, within like the 30 days, you can see what days are available. But let's say you don't see an available date. It never hurts to ask because you'll never know something might open up. Um, But I would say start there on the website guys i'm notorious for waiting and just being like hey just curious do you have this day i'm one of those people i'm so sorry um it happens and i got you (laughs) (laughs) but don't don't depend on that for everything guys you know if you know in advance definitely hit her up early enough so she has the time to try to get you in but no, I'm, I'm so happy you shared the story with us. And I'm so like excited that it's your three years. Because when I asked you to be on, I really you know, had no idea that it was like your anniversary month. This is when you started. What's, what's even more weird, not weird, but maybe just interesting is I found a lot of people started, I guess you, you can say like the fourth quarter of the year. Because like the dance anniversary is in um, December. You're in October. A few other people I talked to, it's kind of all around the same time. Like they started it towards the end of the year, whatever year that was. And I'm like, I wonder what was going on at that. Like, obviously it was COVID, but we're getting super lonely because we're getting in the holidays. Like I'm wondering, maybe, I don't know. Oh, I totally think so. Because I do remember, you know, at that point, I think lockdown, if if I remember correctly, lockdown started like, March. March. It it started like four days before my birthday. <laughs> That's why I know. <laughs> and so March, summer, you know, we're all at home twiddling our thumbs. And I don't know, maybe at that point, we're like, I feel like doing something. <laughs> we all enjoyed like the first couple months, like, this is great. You don't got to go to work. And then it started to like really hit in like, well, wait, now I can't even see people. <laughs> yeah, we can't even go out, you know, which yeah. is crazy sorry guys we totally got sidetracked on that but (laughs) oh the time right what a time to remember (laughs) I know 
I, I'm, I'm waiting to see all these movies that come out like within the next years about COVID stories. I'm sure there's going to be a lot. But thank you again for coming on. I love that you shared the story with us. Uh, I've definitely always just enjoyed your company and you. So thank you so much for supporting the den and being part of the community. Any last words for the audience? No, I mean, thank you all for taking the time to listen to Shareable Board Story. And of course, Amanda, thank you so much for having me on here and making the time. I'm truly honored. Um, so thank you once again. Thank you and thank everybody for listening this week. And don't forget, go check out her Instagram or her website. We'll put all that info into um, the description of this episode. So if you don't follow her yet, follow her and the holidays are coming. If you don't want to cook, hit her up for a board to take to like your holiday party. It's always a hit. Trust me. At Friendsgiving, you bring a board, it's a hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks everybody for listening and we will definitely catch you on the next episode. Bye guys. Bye.